When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Weekly Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Hello, Scott. Hello. Hello, Ingrid. Hello to all of our listeners. We're recording here at Studio Ingaroo, the pink curtain palace. (laughs) It is very pink. Yes, it's very pink. Well, we just had a very fun, inspiring, creative business meeting about new weekly transit stuff. It's been a very productive day. A great meeting with you and Chris. I'm very excited for what we have planned. Yeah, there's going to be some changes and some new exciting stuff to yes to share very soon. Hopefully, yes. hopefully some stuff by the end of the month. Yeah, I hope so. I'm super excited. I mean, I always say it. I'm, I'm so grateful for you and grateful for Chris and just you sharing your genius with me, your creative genius. You guys are such amazing creative people when it comes to everything, like visual, sound, all of it. This is a great opportunity for all of us to play into our strengths and work together on a team to put something out into the community and into the world that we all really believe in. Astrology is helping me and Chris, and we're all like supporting each other in this triangle of like building a business and taking it to the next level and being able to share more stuff with the people that are interested in learning astrology. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Very exciting. I feel very supported and, uh, I'm having fun. Me too. I'm having, I'm having fun. <laughs> Me too. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> yes. Yes. I look forward to this. I'm Every, feeling like yeah. fueled, you know? Yes. Yes. Taking advantage of this Leo season energy. Yes. The Leo energy. The lion's gate that everyone was talking about last week. Yes. It's powerful. It's powerful. It can be challenging for me with my Scorpio Taurus energy, but... You don't like to move as fast? Well, the lion, you know, sleeps 20 hours a day, so the lion can move fast when it wants to, but it's mostly pretty sedentary. It just kind of sits around all day. I see. It's like saving his energy up to take something down. Exactly. Saving it up for the zebra or the water buffalo or whatever it decides to eat. But what about the scorpion? The scorpion is, is a very different creature than the lion. I mean, it's similar in that it does not back down. Mm. from anyone or anything, but where the lion enjoys its time in the sun. And Scorpio likes to hang out in the dark. In the dark, <laughs> yes. And then what about the um, the Taurus energy you were speaking of? Oh, the Taurus energy, that's the bull, you know. I'm a Taurus rising, so I've got that bull energy. Yeah, the bull doesn't back down from anyone or anything either. The bull is not as agile as the lion. Chris is the lion. Chris is the lion, yeah. 
and he's also the ram and the archer. He's all his tried is all three fire signs. So he's, he's like how, sparking that energy to like yes, do something next. Yes. Okay. Where do I fit in and with my primal triad? Well, you're the virgin, the crab, and the twins. So when I think of the virgin, I think of Mother Teresa or a nun. You know, somebody who I think of. You know that stereotype of the nun at like Catholic school. That's like if if you have one thing <laughs> off, you know they like smack you with the ruler. Yeah, they hit your, your fingers. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So you have that critical nature. It's like what Chris was talking about in the meeting today. How you bring that really critical eye and you help organize everything and and make it look just right so it's easily digestible for other people to consume and virgo also rules the intestines so it's about digesting and food and diet i just uh, and this is like digesting information it's digesting information if Ingrid can translate something so that I can understand it, then I know that other people can understand it too. So, <laughs> and then your twin energy, you know, this is why this is like connecting people, is connecting that part of it? people. And you're like, I had so much going on today. I was over here and then over there and I forgot the headphones and had to go back. And then, you know, bring, it's, it's like, you know, you're, you're always in like two places at once. <laughs> and, that feels so fitting right now. Yes. And then your moon in Cancer, you know, this is why the home is so important to you. This is why it's so nice that you have your own place now where you can really like center in yourself and in your own energy because you're, you're so sensitive. You're so sensitive to the energy of people around you. Yeah, it's nice to feel like I have control over my environment. Mm -hmm. That's important. And just setting the stage for even recording. It's like I have total control over what is happening here. Yes. Who's yes. coming and going and yeah, what what the vibe is. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. So does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Building some new stuff over here using our astrological charts to our advantage for this yes, partnership. Yes, exactly. Exactly. If you want a personal business astrologer, Scott is your man. He's like the house astrologer at my old place and all of our friendships and business projects. He kind of comes in and shows people how they can communicate better and play into their strengths and understand people's weaknesses. And it really has helped all of my relationships, business and creative ones included. It's pretty awesome. Mm, I love it. My favorite is like, you know, we talked about our friend Benjamin and his film that you were in a couple weeks ago. I was really excited about connecting not only you with him, but especially Chris with him. Such a good match. Yes. But I saw something in their codes where I'm like, okay, these two guys would fit together. And Benjamin was really resistant at the beginning, you know, but I was like, just trust me, like, you're going to like this guy. And then when we went to the... <laughs> now they're like obsessed with each other. <laughs> exactly. Well, they, they worked on the film together yep, and yep. yeah, it turned into like a creative partnership. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. It's fun to see. It's fun to see. I love seeing, you know, I, I see chemistry in the astrological code between one code and another code. And then to see it manifest into real life is what is really fun and exciting for me. Yeah. Yeah. You're really good at that. Just It's just really fun to hear Scott's take on human connection. Mm. It's just so different learning the why behind things. He doesn't even have to know these people. He has their code. And then he's just like giving me insight into all my friends and my, like my parents and just 
all of the people around me. It's just really eye-opening. Hmm. Just helps you understand each other better, which makes your relationship stronger. Yes, totally. That's it. When you understand yourself, you can appreciate yourself more. And when you understand the people around you, you can appreciate them more. Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah. I, pre- I appreciate you, Scott. Mm, I appreciate you too, Ingrid. Yes. What do you got for us this week? Well, this week is culminating with the full moon in Aquarius part two. This is the week of August 16th to the 22nd culminates with the full moon in Aquarius part two on August 22nd, but it begins on Monday, August 16th with the moon in Sagittarius, the other us. So before we get to Aquarius, we've got to go through Sagittarius. Both of these signs, they're very supportive with each other. So Sagittarius and Aquarius? Yes. It's that fire, Sagittarius, and air connection of Aquarius. And Sagittarius is the sign of freedom. Aquarius is the sign of independence. So those words kind of work well together. So on Monday, August 16th, the moon in Sagittarius is opposing the North Node in Gemini. So... Opposing our soul's purpose as a communicator. Mm -hmm. Freedom would be opposing that. Yes, the planet of emotions opposing our soul's purpose as a communicator. And, And the opposition stems from, when I think of Gemini and Sagittarius, these are the two signs that represent travel, learning, and communication. Gemini is about quick trips, weekend getaways. Sagittarius is about long journeys, like immersing yourself into a foreign culture for months at a time or years at a time. Gemini is about the bullet points, the cliff notes. Sagittarius is about deep philosophy, like reading all the books cover to cover in the library. Gemini is about listening. Sagittarius is about speaking your truth. Okay. So... Gemini, the quick trips, the the bullet points, and the questions. You know, you're not getting a lot, so you need to ask a lot in order to get more. Whereas Sagittarius is living in a foreign country, immersing yourself there. It's reading all the books. So once I've lived someplace else and read all the books, I don't need to ask any more questions. I'm going to tell you my truth. They're in the same subject, but they're definitely opposites. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Gemini's the bullet points, and then Sagittarius is like the long game. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. So how can you honestly express your emotions while at the same time maintaining a level of curiosity, asking questions? Maybe it's honestly expressing your emotions through asking questions. Maybe that's the way to look at it. But there is an urge right now to bluntly, honestly express your emotions so that you can be free. Could it also be the Sagittarius energy? You want to express yourself fully and everything that comes along with it, that long game thing, but in a way that's concise, that that Gemini energy consolidating all of these feelings you're having into something that's easily digestible for someone else. Yeah, I like that. Because it can be really hard to be concise. I downloaded this like brain game app And part of it was about reading comprehension or communicating things to people. And it was like, how many words can you take out of the paragraph to make it more concise? Mm -hmm. And it was really simple, but it felt very powerful. Like, how can you express all of this stuff that you have 
that you want to show somebody in a way that they can actually hear it without talking for like five years. Like someone's attention span might not support being able to accept all that information, but if you communicate it to them in a way that feels digestible, to bring, mm, to yes, bring that up again, yes, yes. then maybe they will stay curious and keep asking you questions and you can get more out at the conversation feels easier. It's not just a one-sided narrative of all the feelings you've ever had. It's more of a conversation where they have an opportunity and a curiosity to keep the conversation moving. Mm, That's it. I love that. That's great, Ingrid. And so important too right now because there's so much confusion in the world. I mean, I need to take that advice immediately. I was having this business meeting about this video project and I think sometimes I can over communicate. And my creative partner, Chris, he only wants the bullet points. So um, I think that would be a good exercise for me to be able to communicate things in a more concise manner so he can he can hear them. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. He's always like, I, I'm looking at the big picture. I only want to know the most important pieces. I don't need to know all these details. Mm. Save that for later. Yeah. Okay. And I love that's, to get into the details. Virgo. The Virgo's the details and his Sagittarius rising is the big picture. So even though... Sagittarius is truth and the long game, it's the big picture. So you might miss some of those details with the Sagittarius energy. So it's important to ask the questions that need to be asked in order to fill in the gaps. Yeah, I think it makes a good partnership, those two, the the detail oriented with the big picture. But then sometimes in communication, it can be irritating. Yes. But, you know, we got to work through that. The more we understand each other through you teaching us about astrology, the more it becomes kind of funny mm. where we can call each other out and be like, okay, can you just seriously shut the hell up? <laughs> I don't care what color the mic stand is. It's so unimportant. Like how many mic stands do we need? That's all I'm asking. He called out your Virgo-ness uh, today with us. He's like, Ingrid's good at the details. I guess that's her Virgo thing or whatever. And so <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So great. So great. Should we move into Tuesday? Let's move into Tuesday, August 17th. The moon in Sagittarius again. The emotions and the sign of freedom and the long game. Honesty, the big picture, truth, justice, aligns with the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in the sovereign divine sign of Leo, which it rules. Oh boy, so the sun sun and Leo, so our identity and our, yeah, our sovereignty. It's like playing on Monday is asking those questions, getting the information so that on Tuesday, you can really speak up and speak out. Yes. From your heart, truthfully, honestly, bluntly, if need be, dramatically, boldly, if need be. These are key words of these two signs leo and sagittarius this is fire and fire so i love that bold and dramatic energy yes it's not often that that's i won't say it's not often that it's useful but sometimes it can be just too extra but right now it's like to get someone to understand what you're feeling really embodying that like in your body bringing that energy whatever you're feeling bringing it out through your identity totally people need to see your passion for what's going on in your mind and your emotions, like you can say something in a monotone voice, but that's not going to have the same impact as you being emotional, just showing someone what is happening inside. Totally. It's so important right now. Passion. Passion. Yes. Because people are so subdued by the confusion 
and the noise. There's so much noise out there right now. There is. That it's like, well, no one's going to listen to me anyway. Yeah, so we have to be just, louder. We have, we have to be louder and more excited exactly. and more passionate than yes. all the bullshit. Exactly. Like I could have presented you this business idea like as a PDF and let you read it over an email. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. No. I don't want to just email you this website. I want to I want to see you in person. I want to be excited. I want you to see my passion for this project. And That's I want I you love. to be excited too. Yes, absolutely. I felt that. Yay. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Ingrid. Yes. Yes. It felt really good. It felt like you and Chris like pitching to me, you know, and I had like your full attention and you had my full attention. It was very special. So this is that Tuesday energy, August 17th. How can you honestly express your heart, your passion? Wednesday, August 18th. Now we're going to dial it down a little bit because we got Mercury, the planet that rules your conscious mind and how you communicate and connect Mars, the god of war, which is explosive, but (laughs) both of these are meeting up in Virgo, which is a very introverted sign. It's, as we talked about, it's an earth sign. It's mutable earth. It's about honing in on the details. And Mercury and Mars are both connecting in Virgo. Mercury is the planetary ruler of Virgo. So Mercury is in a position of power, just as the sun is in a position of power in Leo which it rules. The mind is very sharp right now. The mind is keying in on the details. You have the ability to really look at the facts, read each line of the document, and then act from a very specific place in a very specific way to get exactly to where you want to be. So how can you do that? How can you connect your mind to your energy that makes you go, that go energy? and do so in a way that is very precise. This is a very productive day. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to execute the things that are on your list. Mm. Yes. Maybe whatever you learned yesterday from expressing yourself, now you can kind of put into practice, start doing something about all the things that you talked about. So Monday, Tuesday is about the big picture. And now Wednesday is about dialing it in. Not so much external, but like... Getting to the details. Taking some sort of action. You don't need to be communicating it externally, maybe communicating it within yourself into an action, like making a list, Mm, crossing shit off. Yes, making a list, crossing it off, one step at a time, moving forward. All right, I love that. Thank you, Ingrid. Thursday, August 19th, we're looking at three planets, two that are connecting, one that's on its own. The one that's on its own is Uranus, the planet of revolution, the planet of rebellion, the planet of innovation and independence is beginning its retrograde course. Interesting. So doing things in a new way, but we're going to be like maybe revisiting an old way of doing things to learn a lesson. It's like we're going back over what we rebelled against. It's like a rebellion that is rewound. So maybe we thought we learned the lesson and we start doing things in a new way, but now we're going backwards to confirm that it's good to be doing things differently or it was a bad idea. (laughs) Maybe, you know, it's like we've talked about this on other episodes where the last time Uranus was in this position in Taurus was back between 1935 and 1942. The time before that was 1851 to 1858. This is when masses of people moved across the world on different continents. It's happening again. So there's been some sort of shakeup to your material security. And maybe if you did move, 
Now you're like wondering if maybe you should have not moved or gone back or is there something, is there something about what it is you value in the material realm that all of a sudden you're, you're shifting back. You thought you didn't value something, but now maybe you do. And so this is something that is going to be occurring until January 18th. By the time we get to January 18th, Uranus is going to move back four degrees from 14 to 10. So that's another way to look at it too, is what part of you is actually going to be shaken up? What in your astrological code is around 10 to 14 degrees? If it's your Venus, let's say. Maybe you're going to be looking at your intimate relationships. Yes. There's going to be some sort of shakeup about your relationships. And if that's the case, go with the flow. Go with the flow. Don't cling to the way that things used to be. If you have regrets about, well, maybe I shouldn't have done this. I should have done that instead. Too late now. It's about learning the lesson. Remembering what you learned out of that experience that made you want to change to begin with. Yes. Own it and just go with where you are. Stick with where you are, but don't cling to where you are. Just continue with the flow. Where is your life flowing? And where is your life stuck? Let go of the places where you are stuck and flow to the places that are easy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes we can get really comfortable. And even though something doesn't serve us, we just want to hold on to it so tightly. Mm -hmm. So paying attention to where we are stuck and giving that some attention on the letting go. The retrogrades are always about revisiting an old way of thinking. And that doesn't mean you need to revert to it, but maybe bringing that attention to why you are holding on so tightly to something that wasn't serving you. Good point. We're looking at the sun. This is still Wednesday. Still, still Thursday. We're on Thursday. We're on <laughs> okay. Thursday. Still Thursday. Still Thursday. The sun is now connecting with Jupiter, the Ooh. planet of expansion. This is in opposition. The sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality. In Leo, the sign that it rules, the sign of sovereignty. Facing off, opposing Jupiter, the planet of luck and expansion, the god of thunder, lord of justice. In Aquarius, the sign that represents the community and genius, innovative ideas. So, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. So, it could be confronting to our identity to start doing things in the community in a big and expansive way. Like using that Jupiter energy to do something new in the community can just shake up your identity. It feels strange. It's scary. Shake up your identity in embracing your sovereignty, Mm. showing your heart, opening your heart. Being courageous in the community. I love that. As opposed to hiding in the community like so many have been for so long. It's being more courageous, being more sovereign, recognizing that what's in your heart matters and you have the right to open up and express that. I love this day. I feel like this last, just a lot of things that we were talking about today might be manifesting on this day. Mm. I mean, we record this, you know, in advance. So maybe this is a day to be like birthing something really. Yes. Yes. This is a good birth, birth energy, shake up, move energy, get out what is stuck, usher in the new. So Friday, August 20th, we're looking at Uranus again is now connecting with Mercury, the planet of the conscious mind and communication in Virgo, the sign that Mercury rules. So whatever shakeup occurred or birth that occurred on Thursday, 
this is like the thing that is now rattling your brain. You're, you're shifting in the way that you think. You're thinking more independently. How can you think more independently? How can you look at the details in a way that is going to push you into something new? Yeah, expressing yourself yesterday in the community, and now it's allowing you to communicate with yourself in a new way. It's changing the way you think about yourself. It's allowing you to look at the details in a new way that is, it's like looking at the details is giving you greater independence. So pay attention to the details. The more that you're keying in on the details right now, the more independence you're going to have in the material realm. It's also kind of about learning. It's like education. Are we educated or are we ignorant? So, we're ignorant. There's so much ignorance right now. I'm ignorant in a lot of areas. You know, I'm trying to educate myself more. And so like these planets are helping me do that. It's like, well, I want to know what is the law? What does the law say? I've never read this code or this law. What does this mean? Is this, is this okay? Is this right or not? And if I don't know the details, then how can I truly be independent? How can I be sovereign? Yes. Saturday, August 21st, we're looking at four planets, Uranus again, which is now connected to Mars, which is now caught up to Uranus. So Mars is trailing Mercury. Yesterday, Mercury was connecting with Uranus. Today, it's Mars. You took that detail. Now we're taking it into action. Put it into action. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we thought about doing things in a new way, and then today we're doing things in a new way. Yes. Yes. Friday's the plan. Saturday is the action. And then there's Venus, which we haven't mentioned this week. Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, also like Mercury, like the sun, in the sign that it rules, Libra. So this is bringing that charm, charm to our relationships, where we can go and have these conversations with people and do so in a way that is graceful and peaceful. Yeah, grace is so important because you can come in come in hot, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean people are going to be receptive to this new version of yourself. So it's like all of these revolutions you've had this week in the way you're presenting yourself to the world and the way you're communicating yourself to the world. If you can come in with grace on Saturday, people will be open to this new version of you. Yes. Yes. So Venus is connecting to the North Node. Soul's purpose. In Gemini communication. Uh. So learning to be a better communicator in your relationships, you know, asking the people that you're communicating with, well, did you know about this detail? Did you know about this line right here? Or did you not? Because... Yeah, being able to communicate in a graceful way and going back on the previous days, looking at the things that you've learned and being able to help educate the people around you Mm. helps them understand why you have changed. Yes. And it's not talking down to them because it's being balanced. That Libra energy. Like the scales, you know, it's just asking, asking questions, learning about the people that you're in communication with. It's so crazy. The less you feel understood the more you want to scream. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's the baby energy. But like, no one's going to listen to you when you scream. So no matter how much you want to scream, using this week to your advantage to really look at the details of your mind, make the list, start taking the action, educating the people around you in a graceful way will allow you to get what you want. You are fulfilling your soul's purpose as a communicator when you can communicate gracefully all of these things that you want them to understand. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. Yes. It's like a baby can't talk. So I think we talked about this last week. It's like, use your words. Yeah, use your words. Use your words. 
So how are you articulating yourself in a way that is honorable and respectable as an adult? Sunday, August 22nd, the day we've been waiting for the second full moon in Aquarius. The first one was on July 23rd. The last time there were two full moons in Aquarius was back on July 23rd and August 22nd of 2002. So think back to what was going on in your life during that period because there is some sort of connection between then and now. What would you like to do differently today than 20 years ago? Than 19 years ago. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I was like 10, so I'm not really sure. (laughs) Um, Oh, no, maybe I was a teenager. I can't do math right now. Let's see. 2002, you were 16. Okay. Or you were 15 at this time. You were almost 16. But I mean... How do you want to appear in your community? Yes. How can you express your emotional independence, your genius, your originality with sovereignty by opening your heart in the community? These two are meeting at the final degrees, the final degree, 29 degrees, very intense. Right after they connect, the moon moves into Pisces and the sun moves into Virgo. So this is like that last, last gasp roar of the lion. Is this also a good day for checking in like how you have showed up in the community? Because it's a full moon. It's like you're kind of reaping the benefits of whatever seeds you sown in the new moon. Yeah, love that. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's it. The full moon is about showing the seeds of the harvest. So think back to Lion's Gate, uh, you know, 8-8. The new moon in Leo, think back to the intentions that you set. The new moon in Leo, which we talked about in this podcast, was about setting your intentions to open your heart, to embrace your emotional sovereignty. You can't be independent in the community unless you've embraced your sovereignty and opened your heart. So this is August 8th was your opportunity to set your intention and follow through with your intention to the point where now here we are on August 22nd and you can truly express what you've been working on for the last two weeks. And then checking in with yourself, there's always a reward for the work you put in. So how have your intentions manifested and how is that affecting you? How are you feeling? What is happening in your life? Are these creative projects like coming into fruition? Mm -hmm. And if they're not, you know, checking in with yourself and saying, have I done the work? Have I really done the work? I can set intentions all day, but intentions are not wishes. They don't just come true. You have to do the work. Yes. Yes. And the funny thing is, is like I said, right after the sun moves out of Leo and makes this full moon connection, it moves into Virgo. And when I think of work, Virgo is one of the signs that I think of work. It's about really taking a critical look at like, did I do what I intended to do? Did I follow through? Have I slipped up in some way? How can I improve? How can I adjust? We also talked about it like the lion is like being on stage. Leo is that like big energy and then Mm -hmm. Virgo is about the details. So it's like after you put on your show. It's the critic. It's the critique. Yeah. So you're critiquing yourself. Like how did I, how did I show up? Can I do better? What is next? Mm -hmm. Planning the future, but also looking back at the past and seeing how you have executed yourself previously and how you want to do it better next time. Yes, 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 yes. So the sun is in Virgo from August 22nd until September 22nd. This is, this is your opportunity during these, this next month from August 22nd 
to September 22nd to fine-tune. Fine-tune your practice, your work, what you've been creating. This is such an important step that I think some people can really forget. It's like you birth something and then you leave it there. It's like, okay, do you want to improve upon it? Do you want to make it better? Do you want it to be successful? You can't just put in all the work and then just leave it to the side just because you're okay, you finished your painting, you had an art show. Well, do you want to have another one? Do you want to have more art? What art did people like the best? Yeah. Do you want to create more of that? Yeah, yeah. I love it. That's it. This is the rhythm. And then when the sun moves into Libra after Virgo, it's about you've done the work. Now you're ready to share it with a partner. So work on yourself, fine tune, improve. How can you do that? Well, we got a lot of work to do before next week. We do. We do, Ingrid. Okay. (laughs) I'll see you then. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon, full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The weekly transit, 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 transit.